You are listening to the Friends with Issues podcast. Um. Vibe presents a Friends with Issues. And welcome back to another thrilling episode of A Friend with Issues. I'm Vibe, and I bring to you a new friend every week to discuss something that bugs them, that they want to gripe about, that they want to complain about. Today, we've got Charmaine here, and uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you, Charmaine. Before we get to today's topic, how do we know each other? We know each other because we met each other at the 2017 Star Celebration. Good times, good times. We also, uh, if you want to look at the the episodes, I think it's episode three. You're in it. Yeah, I wasn't really doing much because then my cousin jumped in and he started taking over the whole yes. interview. You guys were a natural. Natural. So you guys did uh, some of the best work I ever I ever did. Is like a <laughs> literally it was a six part. Um, series it's a, some of the best editing i've ever done there's a lot of footage but it's great so Charmaine, what brings us here today uh you had asked me to be part of this podcast uh yes or- of course i think i've asked everyone but what topic beyond that being so meta beyond that what <laughs> what is what is what is grinding, grinding your gear what is making your ass itch I think, like I said, it's just like people being very impatient these days. I mean, I know people naturally are impatient, but I feel like it's worse. And I, me personally, I would think like what people do, you know, with the quarantine that with all this stuff going on, I would think they should be more patient because things are going to take longer. They should have True. some learning patience already now. I don't know. That's just me. No, but I totally again, get it. I'm a really patient person myself. So. Well, you're you're a lovely patient person. No, I absolutely <laughs> agree. But I mean, impatience is. I mean, it, I I work in healthcare, and, and and there's a customer service aspect to healthcare, and I I've always wanted to say to a patient, where have you gone that serves the public that doesn't have a wait? Where have you gone that serves the public that is that is that is concrete on time? I'm not saying we shouldn't strive for that, but what I am saying though is having a little bit of understanding, and I believe. The reason why people are so impatient is because they lack understanding or lack empathy or lack um, you know, the ability to identify with, with yeah, doing the best that they can. So what, what is any, any particular story or example that comes to mind when you think of, of uh, why you can't stand impatient people? Well, I mean, my last job, I, when we had like the whole quarantine hit and the, uh, when COVID was still new to us and it was coming to the States, uh, we had a situation at where I was working. So they had to shut it down. And then to keep us, the people who weren't, um, who tested negative to keep us employed, they just moved us to the call center. And I came from the call center originally at my last job, but it was so different this time because the phones are always blowing up. People were like yelling about being on hold for 20, 30 minutes at a, or just to get into, you know, to be heard. And it's like, well, Sorry, but you got to understand too, all the branches are closed. We're the only contact. So you are going to wait like two, three hours on the phone to get somebody on the line. Right. Of course. I had to explain to them because we're also a call center where every person is our person. So we're we're not timed. We're not going to, we're not going to rush you off of this phone call where if it's going to take me two hours to talk to you, it's going to take me two hours. So yeah, that's going to push somebody else behind you wait time. And I think when I say that, that, they like it a little better, like, oh, okay, so 
you're going to spend your time with me. I'm like, yes. I go, that's why it's another reason why you waited so long on the phone. I said, and also to accommodate you guys, we're open. We're opening an extra hour early and closing an extra hour late. So that was fine, but you still get people who like, they don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just like, well, I want, I want to be helped right now. It's like, okay, that's fine. I'll do my best, but don't be rude to me. Cause I'll be rude back to you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hate because then it's like, I'm not that person. I don't want to be that person. But then sometimes even my, you get pushed, get but, you, but you pushed, get pushed, but you know, you know. what? I'm going to place you on hold right now, for you. <laughs> even though I don't need to. And I'm just like, Cause I'm going to go look into that, but I'm not, I'm just sitting there like, Oh, this person, I'm going to get up, but I'm going to go get some water. I'll make you wait some more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because the thing of impatient people, because usually you think, impatient people, you think of rude, it makes you not want to help them. It makes you not want to go above and beyond. You just want to yeah. So I be working in healthcare. Yes. And you know, what's the biggest issue in healthcare? My doctor, I have a nine o'clock appointment. Why am I not being seen exactly nine o'clock? Right. And I tell the patients the same thing you said. I said the doctor, every patient is allowed as much time with their doctor as they want to for that visit to allow them to get all their issues ironed out. Not every patient is done in 15 minutes. And, and every every extra minute a patient takes with their doctor, it pushes us all behind. But you need to understand that if, if you need that, if, if it was you, you'd want that extra that extra time to, to discuss. Mm-hmm. You want that extra time to air, air out all your stuff. I've said it to many times. Nobody cares sometimes, but... I, I totally agree. So when you said that, I was like, yes, I say that exact same thing to patients. And it, it is the, it is, it's ridiculous. You know, they all say, um, because we, we don't have a, um, a, I guess a, a quota. We'll take as many patients that, what that puts on a roster, but when you have unlimited patients on, 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 on a doctor's schedule, it means that everybody in the end is, is, is urgent and emergency. When everybody's urgent and emergency, no one's urgent emergency. You just got to hit one at a, at a time, you know, and I find it to be funny. What, you know, what's what I find worse when it comes to impatient people are those that, that wait to the last minute and then have the nerve, oh, to, be, yeah. and then, then have the nerve to be um, impatient about it. I went to a, um, a specialist for my son many moons ago and I'll never forget this. It said on the doctor's, like, you know, the little thing that you close, the yeah. it's called. it said, your failure to plan does not constitute an emergency on my part. This is at a doctor's office. When I saw that, I said, I what totally agree. I totally agree. Is, is that don't come in saying, oh my God, I'm out of medication. Well, you knew you were running out two days ago, a day ago, three days ago, a week ago. Why are you waiting? I understand it's heart medication or whatever it is, but why did you wait till you had absolutely zero pills and now you're rushing in here saying it's life or death? Where's the, where's the accountability? And that's what I'm all about is, is where's the accountability for people, you know, when it comes to certain things like this. So God, well, you, you, you hit a nail for me because I, yeah, I, I and just, yeah. And um, I'm experiencing that right now at my current job. I'm working at a vet clinic and you do get those people who like wait at that. Oh, my dog was feeling. OK, so here's an example. I'm not going to tell you where I work because I don't know who's going to be watching Listen. this. But somebody and and that's another thing that really but like my last job, it's humans like humans are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pets, it's like stop. They don't know, you know, you're supposed to be their voice. You're supposed to be their, you're supposed to be their parent. You're supposed to, you know, that's like, look, my baby's sitting right here right yes. now. Oh. So it's like, so I had this, when I've, I had this call come in 
you know, like, oh, I need my, I need my son, my dog to be seen. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he got hit by a car three days ago. What? Three days ago. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, his back's like this. I think he's paralyzed. And, and like, we were, I'm like, yeah, but you just like, but you can't get mad at him. Cause I'm like three days ago. And now you're waiting to bring this dog in. And yet, so what, if you got hit by a car three days ago, would you want to be wait to be seen by a doctor? No, you're going to come in right away. And stuff like that gets me because you still have to like put them in the system and then, yeah, then later on you tell them like, okay. And again, remember, you know, we're, we're still considered a hospital. So mm-hmm. like, you, like how you tell them, you know, we have this many patients ahead of you. The doctor is going to spend their time with each patient. Like mm-hmm. that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. So you are going to expect to wait several hours because just like when you're, when you're at a doctor, that's what I try to tell them. And some people, like you said, they're like, okay, they're understanding. But some people, they're, I think it's because they think it's a dog or a cat that they're more simple, that they, this person then started constantly calling in. Me and the other receptionists were like, you know what? You're just blowing up our phones. Mm-hmm. When we could be helping other clients that are calling in that also mm-hmm. need to be checked in or we're setting the appointments and bugging like where well, I've been out here this many hours I'm like well you know what and then in my head I was kind of mad because I thought okay so you're mad you're waiting two hours in line but I also you came at a busy time we still have like 10 other people ahead of you we had a nurse go out real quick and triage the patient obviously you waited three days so that patient is okay to be waiting and you're yelling at us but you waited three days to bring right. this patient in. Exactly. And, then what, and then what got me even more mad is when we finally saw this patient, the doctor then tells the owner, okay, this is the treatment. This is what mm-hmm. needs to be done. This is the estimated cop. What did he say? No, I don't want to do that. I'll just pay the, I'll just pay the visit fee. And then they took the dog back. And yep. I was like, really? You, yep. this dog obviously needs like all this medical care, but you don't want to pay for it. Yep. And you made it suffer for three days. Now a couple more hours yelling at us just to take it back. Yep. It's that, that one I'm always going to remember because I was just like, Ooh, I want to go just go out and go punch this person. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's, but you can't do that. You can't do that. You well, know? I mean, you can, you just shouldn't, you know, there's a difference. <laughs> you can, but you shouldn't. We are friends with issues. Do not condone punching pet owners in the face, but still you can. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. And that's the funny thing about it is that, is that look, here's an example. Um, Patients saw the doctor and the medication isn't covered by their insurance and they um, they need a change. I said, okay, I'm going to submit it in basket, which is a message. And it's going to take 24 hours uh, to get a response because the doctor has other patients and they get these messages, but just give me 24 hours. So the patient calls back literally two hours later. I repeat the same thing to him, sir. Like I said to you, it takes at least 24 hours, give it a day. Um, I put it as high urgency. I promise. The very next morning, the patient's wife comes in into the facility, and I just happen to be at the front. And she comes and she explains to me the story. I'm just like, I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I said, ma'am, I said, ma'am, I explained to him um, that it's going to take 24 hours. Um, the doctor's aware of it. She's got to go through his charts. She's got to find out what, what's an alternative, what can and cannot cover by the insurance. It's not something that's done like this. And she understood, but... You called back two, two or three times, and then you sent your wife in the very next day, not less than 24 hours, by the way, 
to, to, to say the same thing all over again. Again, I'm not saying it wasn't urgent to you, but you're giving instructions. And I know me, how I am. I would listen. Now, if, if 24 hours or 40 hours passes, sure, I'll call back. I'll show up. But not, I would give the, I would give the staff the time that they, that they requested. That's basically what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. it's not just that. It's, 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 it's healthcare. It's, it's, it's customer service. It's telephone. It's, it's fast food. It's just ridiculous when it comes to um, how impatient we've become. And you think that most people can empathize, but it's like when you are a customer, you forget that you have a job. When you're a customer, you forget that you don't um, like it when people do it to you. For example, uh, I can't stand it when somebody just walks up to my desk, comes like just walks right up and then starts talking. I can't stand it. I didn't greet you. I didn't even acknowledge you. I didn't even I probably didn't even see you most times. It drives me nuts. So hey, when I when I go to a a, a uh, you know, like a gas station, anybody that has a desk, I don't approach the desk until I'm acknowledged and asked to come over. Yeah. So one time, because I know I don't like it. So one time I'm in a gas station and the guy's done um, in front of me and I don't move up immediately to the cash register. They're still closing out their till or whatever they're doing. The guy behind me says, go ahead. I said, no. He said, well, go ahead. I'll just go, 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 I'll go ahead of you. I said, sir, I've not been acknowledged. I've not been asked to come, come through. I'll wait until she t- tells me it's okay to come over. So just wait, kind of like that. Now, of course, eventually she did say, you know, next in line, but that's just what it is. I, I know how what it's like as as an employee, and I and what bugs me, and I like to visit that when I'm off the clock. People, however, are hypocritical. The same people that don't like it when when they're on the clock will do the exact same behavior to workers that are when they're off the clock. It's the weirdest thing. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, I admit, like. Hopefully she doesn't see it. She's gonna get mad at me. But my sister's like, like I said earlier, my mom always says, "Oh, you took your sister's patient. She's very impatient." Mm-hmm. And I know she doesn't like certain things that happen that happens at work because we work together now right. at the same location. Um, but she doesn't do the same job I do. Right. Uh, but she's very impatient. Sometimes I kind of tell like, I don't tell her anything, but I just feel in my head like geez, you're just being like how these other people are that you complain right. about when we work, like just slow down. Like, you know, yeah, so, a, but yeah, I don't, I don't say stuff because she is my older sister. And then sometimes we, it's sometimes certain things are going to get open to a confrontation that doesn't need to happen. Right. So that's why I don't say nothing, but I also know like you're basically acting like somebody we were just complaining about or, Oh, you need to, but now I see it. Like even at like when I, um, gone myself like when I go to the grocery store I see how people start complaining or I overhear like when um people like one time I was in line at Smith's and the line was I didn't think the line was that long there was probably like 10 people waiting in line when they were really more counting people to go in before Mm -hmm. you know when it was first the quarantine first started in different you know because each state's different so they were only allowed to have so many people in. And when it was more in a lockdown than now, how they were kind of lifting things as we're going along. And this guy was complaining. He was on He was behind me talking about like, oh, there's just many people and blah, blah, blah. But then you also hear people, him complaining. I heard the mother and daughter in front of me. Then I heard people coming up and walking up like, oh, the line's too long. But then they're also saying, oh, yeah, I went here and the line was this long. Oh, I went here. And then I come here to line just, and I'm thinking, okay, so you bounced around 
trying to find a shorter line when all that time you could have just been patient, stood in the line you were originally at, and you could have already been in the store already. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's so. So to me, I was just thinking like I I felt like saying something, but at the same time again, I'm not confrontational. I just think like these people are you not listening to yourselves? You're just bouncing around when you could have just you would have already been in that store. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and then this couple came up, same thing. Like I said, they had they decided, oh no, the line song. Let's go. Let's. It's longer than, and I can't remember what what store they said. They go, let's go to this store. And I'm thinking, okay, so, and I knew exactly where it, because Albuquerque's not that big. Mm-hmm. And I live like, I actually live in like the main part. Like I'm, in, I'm actually in a good area where I can get everything in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about how, I guess they were at Target. I'm like, Target's like not even a 10 minute drive. You guys come over here, wasted another 10 minutes thinking this line song. And now you're going to drive all the way to the next target, which is actually further up on this street. And you don't know if they're going to have a line. So you're basically bouncing around when, again, you could have just been patient at the first target. And I bet you would have been in already. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it's funny because, because another example is everybody has to check in with me, everybody um, at, at the day job. And some people just Say to hell with it because they're 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 informed. They're informed. Please check in, check in at the front. So they walk off, and I love it when they walk off, and they're sitting right back to me because they, they always do. Because I don't I don't I don't chase anybody. I say, go ahead. <laughs> they would, they, and when it's I love it when they walk off and come back, and my line is even longer than it was when they, when they left. That warms my heart. I have to be perfectly honest, honest with you because you because you you you're you're given instructions, but no, you want to do things your way. Fine, go ahead. And you you walk off and you come right back up and now the line is twice as long as it was had you just stopped stood in and got through it. Don't get me wrong, I get through it really fast. But yeah. that's that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about, you know, is, is and the impatient people are also the ones that don't like change. They don't like them when things change. That makes sense. I don't really think about that that yeah. part. And I think maybe that's why it I'm the way I am, because um that is one thing that uh, my last job, that was one of their main mottos. It's like, you have to adapt, adapt to change because we were always changing things. Like we changed our motto. We were changed like different process and procedures because same time I, I used to work in finance. So sometimes the government were changed like, oh, now the interest rate, the interest rate is this now. So you have to learn that. So I think maybe that's another reason that helped me be more patient than I already was. But yeah, like you said, people, I didn't think about that. People don't really like change or it's hard for them to adapt to it with mm-hmm. me. I'm just like, oh, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah, move on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm i all about uh, change for the sake of change is asinine. If you're changing just because it's because you want to change it, if it's, if it's a positive change, uh, not that I'm resistant, but I will make my, my voice known that this is this doesn't make any sense. I'll follow. I'll comply. But if it's if it's asinine, I'll make it very clear it's asinine. But there are some people who they'll say, "Well, I came here ten years ago for this service," and I'll be like, "Okay, that was ten years ago. That particular service or facility is not here," and they are so flabbergasted by this. I'm just like, "Do things not change in your world uh, within a, ten months, ten days, ten years? What what is what's what's the problem?" But I came here how long ago? When, when my child was was uh, was two, how old is your child now? Seventeen. What, what are you talking about? Things <laughs> things. This is real. This is real to life. And I, and I I I 
I, I get flabbergasted when people look at me like, I can't believe things changed. What do you mean you can't believe things change? It happens all the time. That's that's the way of the world. You you know, I just, it, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, but, you know, impatient people, yeah, they drive me nuts. Now I think about yeah. it. They it's, drive me nuts. Um, I mean, can you think of any time where you felt impatient, but rightfully so? Um, I'm sure there was something, but I can't think of anything right now. Well, I have an, I have an example. Most recently, my vehicle has been in and out of the shop. It went to, it's been in with Midas. It was with Midas five different times. The last time it was with Midas, they had it for two and a half weeks. Couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Couldn't figure it out. And every time they give it back to me, they said, oh, it's fixed. And then I bring it right back. It's not fixed. And the last time they, they had it for two and a half weeks, I, I got impatient. A couple of days went by. No word. What's going on? Oh, we're looking into it. We're calling a specialist. A week went by. What's going on? You know, because I'm taking Lyfts and Ubers. They're kind of, um, they're kind of adding up. Oh, you know, we're doing some tests. A couple days later, we think we know what's going on. We're going to order a part. And then the only time I'm getting updates is when I'm calling them. And I began to get impatient. But I believe that's 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 a version of impatience that is justified because they weren't keeping up with me my car my car had been there five times the fifth time this fifth time you've had it for for two and a half weeks and the last times were a couple of days the last the previous four times you thought you fixed the issue you didn't now you're holding on to, no I, I understand you don't want me to bring this back and you and you fix some kind of way but you're talking about me without my vehicle two and a half weeks in florida without a vehicle for that long is a nightmare. You don't work, school pickup, and believe it or not, no matter how cheap an Uber or Lyft may be, those things add up. Yeah. Two or three a day, every day for two and a half weeks. You know what I'm saying? So that I, I and I, I, admit, I will admit it, I was very frustrated, especially when they, when they charged me the fifth time. They charged me the first two times, not the third or fourth time, but they charged me the fifth time. And I was just like, are you, are you serious? You're charging me. You're charging me. You didn't fix it the other two times. You really charged me two times before. They gave me some bullcrap excuse for why they had to charge me. But I got really impatient. I made it very clear that I wasn't happy whatsoever. I didn't go any further. I wasn't like, let me speak to your manager or let me call corporate. I'm not that kind of guy. But that's as close to impatience I got. And rightfully so, justifiably so, in my opinion. But the, certain things like that, yes, I can see why you're allowed to be impatient. You, we're all human. But what we're talking about is just like, you're walking in impatient because if the minute something doesn't go your way, that's it. The whole, the whole day is ruined and, and they have nothing but, nothing but complaints. It's, 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 it's human nature. I get it, but we can be better. You know, everybody can be better. And, you know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, but I'm pretty sure that, that if, you, if, if we, if empathy is, a, it's a lot about empathy. If we all empathize a little bit more with our, our common man, with our, with our fellow human being, with our peer, with our neighbor. I think most of the nitpicking, most of the impatience, most of the griping would disappear. But because we are all kind of self-centered, if not self-absorbed, I have my moments when I'm self-absorbed, um, selfish as well, because you know I, I, like to, I like to pride myself on the fact that I try not to be a hypocrite. I hate being a hypocrite. I hate hypocr hypocrites, period. So if I'm ever caught in a hypocritical moment, like my, my world falls apart. I'm like, oh God, no. So, you know, the fact that people don't find it wrong 
or embarrassing to be hypocritical, whether you're called on it or not. You know, you know, you don't like this behavior when you're at work, but then when you're off work, you're doing it to somebody else. How do you not feel guilt or, or some kind of conscious? How do you consciously isn't, isn't doing something kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm saying. I just, I just, I just think that hypocritical individuals with lack of empathy and who are self-absorbed and or selfish are the impatient people. Usually, usually. What um what final thoughts do you have about uh or or what can you tell the common <laughs> the common impatient person? You have any tips and tricks? Since you have patience, what what I mean, what do you do? You you do you do uh, uh deep meditation. How do you have patience? How do you maintain your patience? Because everything upsets people. I'm sure things upset you, but how do you maintain your patience? Um, honestly. One of the things that I used to like to do a lot, but it is hard because we're doing quarantine and people have masks, but I still notice I do it even now. Mm-hmm. I smile. Like I'll be yeah. walking in the store. People can't tell I'm smiling, but I'm smiling because I don't know. That's just me because I'm friendly. Well, I, I think it's like you were saying kind of close to you, like what you're saying is empathize, but also being friendly. Cause like even mm-hmm. before this whole quarantine started, there was times where I'm just smiling and it gets you things like I would get free things or I'd be like in the grocery store and somebody like, Oh, did you want to go ahead of me? Um, oh, okay. And then they just like, it's just different things, you know, or I'm walking around and I'm trying to like, like get something and somebody would come up. Oh, I can get that off the shelf for you. Or I'm buying, you know, the stuff at the store. Oh, well have somebody walk you out. I'm like, Oh, I don't need that, but okay. But I think that's one of the things I think people should still keep smiling, even if people can't see it. And um, just kind of just remember, like, somebody out there, I know it's bad, but somebody out there has it worse than you. And you should be glad what you have. Like, even at work, there's days where I'm just like, I get frustrated at work sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first thing I think, and and you can even ask some of my coworkers if we ever talk to them. One of the first, the, some of the first things out of my mouth is like, when it's ready, when I'm ready to go home, I'm like, good, I'm just, I'm cool. I'm going to go home to my babies. I just want to go home to my, and I'm always saying that I just want to go home to my babies, which is of course, you saw one of them today. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's why I'm always, I just, and that I think like, okay, I have these babies at home that I need to be home to. They're happy to see me. I love them. I, you know, I got to do me so I can take care of them. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm sure like, that's how you're the kind of person you are. I see how you take care of your sons. Cause you're mm-hmm. like, you, you're like, I'm going to do me. I don't care what you think about me because all I, all I care is about these two right here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But technically I have four, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what helps me stay patient because it's like, well, I try to look at people and I guess in my head, I think like, oh, I wonder what they're going home to. Or like, oh, wow, I noticed that person's buying a cell, but they're buying a lot of groceries. Do they have a family they're going home to? Or maybe they're just being nice to their spouse. Or I think like, or maybe they have lazy kids. I'm, I feel bad for it. Like I always, I think that's what keeps my mind going. So I'm not impatient because I have like all these stories going on in my head. <laughs> that's me. I might sign crazy or psycho. no like no that, no I, we, we I, all cope however we cope and, and how and that whatever we do it's, to my, it's my mechanism just like when i was waiting to get my vaccine mm-hmm. it was longer than what i thought it was going to be but mm-hmm. i 
felt like um, I wasn't impatient. I was just jamming to my music. I, then I was looking at other people like I was kind of mad at this guy, though, because he almost like hit me coming into the the driveway because he wasn't paying attention and he was parked right by me. And for a while, I felt like getting out because it was just like right there. I was kind of I felt like getting out, knocking on his window and saying, hey, you need to watch how you drive. But I thought, you know what, that's 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 like wasting my energy. I'm just going to keep sitting here. I'm going to and then I thought, well, maybe, well, maybe he's on drugs or maybe, then I started going again, my little stories, like because then he's all jamming in his truck, all with his hands. So I thought, yeah, he's not paying attention. So he's not worth my time then I started looking at other people in different cars like oh I wonder how long it there been I don't know that's just me even though I had the music jamming too my head's still going with little stories the next thing you know I'm up in front of the line like oh okay it's my turn so I guess just just like people I guess I don't meditate but I guess people have their own different ways so yeah, I guess that's right. my way of being patient I have my own little stories and um Again, like even like when I'm at the store, I, I try to stay as friendly as possible to people. I still try to, I know we're not supposed to touch things, but there have been times I still help people like, oh, like I, like uh, I had to help do laundry for my job. The machine broke down. So they had asked me, can you take laundry to a, laun- a laundry mat for my job? I was like, yeah, I can do it. And then I had, there was a lady, she, you can tell she was limping. So I said, Oh, I can put your laundry. And I actually helped her do her laundry too. And of course she was very grateful. And I said, Oh, that's okay. I know how it is to have an injury because she was waddling and she kept telling me, thank you. Thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Because like, well, you still have to be nice to people. And I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not trying to touch all your stuff. I'm just trying to be. Get away from me. Don't touch my stuff. Get away. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice to you. And she was grateful. So I still feel like people should still offer it. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get away from me. I think people should still try to offer it, even if they're not. Of course. Does that make sense? No, yeah, I mean, I mean, kindness, especially now with what's going on with the economy and and the the, the you know the, the the virus and and social distancing, you know, kindness is is probably the only currency that matters right now. So I absolutely agree. Well, we're about to wrap this up. Final thoughts on impatient people, Charmaine. I guess offer them a hug, even if you don't know them. <laughs> Just say like, I I, I know social distancing. Hug. I'll be like this. I was like, I know you're in quarantine, we're we're like social distancing, but you seem like you might need it. If you need it, let me know. I'm willing to hug you. I've said that. And I honestly, I have said that to a couple of my coworkers and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I've had gone out and said that to people, to strangers, just to see what their reaction is. And right away, they're just like, oh, thank you. They don't get the hug, but they're like, thank you. No, they say, get away from me. Ew, no. (laughs) They're like, thank you. They take two steps back and they're like, thank you. Take two more steps back. Bye. Although some workers at different stores, when I've offered it, they've taken it. I'm like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, especially mainly like the cashiers. I I probably would too. Yeah. I'd be like, if you need a hug, I'll give you one. They're like, yeah. Because at the same time they're a cashier at like a store i'm sure they're stressed out too of course that's a lot of stress all right well thank you offer it i mean all you can do is go home lie saw yourself down you're good lie saw yourself down (laughs) perfect well Charmaine, thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it uh this is great 
impatient people, you know, just <laughs> a little more empathy and get a hug from Charmaine. She offers them for free. She'll, you'll, you'll, love you'll, you'll love them. You'll love it. All right, that's <laughs> it for a friend with issues. I'm Vibe. That's Charmaine. And remember, listen to everything, but believe only what you can prove. Okay. You have a personal, professional, superficial, or controversial issue that you would like to gripe about on a <clears throat> critically acclaimed podcast? Then slip into our DM on Instagram or tweet us at F Issues to schedule a recording session today. It's the right thing to do. Vibe presents A Friend with Issues, a brand new limited series. something to say email friends with issues at gmail.com this is an audio production of vibe revelation studios the cure for your common day vibrevstudios.com this concludes our broadcast day good night and god bless america